This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Melro 210, a We Hate Movies quarantine sideshow. Yeah! Where, that's what I was waiting for. Wherein mm-hmm. we uh, talk about an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 on Monday, and then on Thursday we'll talk about an episode of Melrose Place on Thursday. We have a very special episode here, you guys. I'm really excited. So I'm just going to introduce everybody. Uh, we're joined, as always, by Chris Cabin. Ahoy, ahoy. Uh, Eric Siska. Howdy, partner. Andrew Jupin. Yo! And a very special guest, the cool older girl that doesn't want to be here, Amir Blumenfeld. Damn, Daniel. (laughs) How you doing, buddy? Good. I'm the Amanda. I was trying to think of something she says, but then I couldn't remember. She's a classic, terrible person. It's so funny. (laughs) She's awful. I do like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde twist at the end where it's just like, oh, no, it's the diet pills the whole time. (laughs) Well, whenever we can get into it later, but I just always laughed whenever it's like four girls in one frame having the time of her life cut to the reverse. Amanda just looking stoically might as well be smoking a cigarette. Why are you even there, Amanda? (laughs) Go go home. Go anywhere else. Um, Amir, uh, I want to know, because I always ask when somebody jumps on this show, what your experience is with Beverly Hills 90210. Did you watch this growing up? Did you not so much? I watched it with my family, and it was kind of weird. Yesterday, I realized, I'm like, wait, this show, this episode's from like 1991 or something? And I was like, yeah. I shouldn't have been watching this as an eight-year-old <laughs> boy. I have a niece who's 10, and I'm like, she's way too young to be watching this show. I'm like, wait a minute. I was watching this at age nine with my parents. And like, we were just like, watch it with a family on like Monday nights on Fox. We're like, yeah, 90210 and Melrose. I think my older brothers watched it, so I just wanted to be like them. Yeah, that's it was me and my older sister. She controlled the TV. And again, I was way too young to be watching, but it's like she was like 15. And it's like, this is what we're watching, man. We're figuring it out together. Like, all right. Yeah. Fourth grade. It felt fine at the time. But then, like, when you see a nine year old now, you're like, wait a minute. Don't learn about this yet. <laughs> were your folks uh, super into it too? I think they would watch with us sometimes. I don't know if they were like, we got to watch Nana 2 and 0. My dad only watched two shows growing up because he's like, we moved from Israel in 1985, so like by 1990, he like really mostly only watched Israeli TV still, and two shows. One is Seinfeld, and two is Married with Children. So that's like what became of me. <laughs> A man of culture. And I you like grew up it. in California, right? Yeah, I grew up in L.A., not too far so from Beverly Hills. It'll be, it'll be good to get that perspective. Now, did you go to West Beverly High or Beverly High? <laughs> <laughs> I actually went probably to the equivalent of Beverly High because I went to a private Jewish school. And that's right. it. Yeah. I got a follow-up question. Uh, Beverly Hillbillies, fact or fiction? 
That was a real TV show. That was not actually. Okay, so yeah. So that's a, I guess it's fa- it's fact that it was a show, but it's a fictional portrayal. So you're holding a very thick notebook. How many more of these do you have? <laughs> that's it. That's it's, it's, it's an interview <laughs> podcast. We're not going to talk. Yeah, we, yeah. we tricked you into watching this. Uh, no, what we're talking about today is season one Troop episode. Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes, we all watched Troop Beverly Hills last night. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, thank season the one. Thank the troops. <laughs> thank you for your service, Jenny Lewis. Uh, season hey, one. And Tori Spelling's totally in that movie too. Is she oh, really? Why? Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, did Aaron Spelling have something to do with it? He must have. You know, I think my little daughter Tori could be in your movie here, Shelley Long. What do you think about that? <laughs> I'd hate for it not to get made. <laughs> <laughs> um, season one, episode 13, Slumber Party, uh, which is a very dramatic episode. It, it, it sort of is, and it isn't, and it kind of like, there's some heavy parts of this that just get breezed on over. Like, we're just like, we're trying to just, it's, it's a weird, like, um, it's like a piece, a bowl of pasta, and then every so often there's shrimp in there. Like that's that that shouldn't be in. There. You you could also call this episode "Firing Squad." Like, <laughs> yeah, it is like it's just a, such a so- a soft entrance into what this is. Uh, so we start. It's uh Brenda is getting letting everybody know that um we are having a slumber party tonight, but it's not a slumber party. It's a it's a female a night of female bonding, and everyone's kind of teasing or at the breakfast table a little bit, including Chris Cabin's favorite Jim Walsh. He got paid for this episode. <laughs> Dude, sure did. Eck, Eckhouse has some classic delivery here though, because he's like, "What's going on tonight?" Because she says something about like, "Oh, Dad, remember you have to stay upstairs," and he's like, "What? Oh." The slumber party. <laughs> Come on, Eckhaus. This is a testament to Jim Welsh being the biggest piece of shit in the world. He is he, he's downstairs. He's like, I have a staff meeting in five minutes. He hasn't even left the house yet. Five you're talking minutes. about you're not even showing up until 25 minutes after. <laughs> piece of shit. Always a piece yeah. of shit. Sorry, guys. I just was ever... talking to my kids about a slumber party. Apologize. I'm, I'm a little late. I'm just a little late. <laughs> we... What was he eating? He was like scarfing, like pouring cereal into his mouth because he didn't have time to eat breakfast or something. Yes. We, to go to his generic staff. Like, do we ever also, find out what he does? He's also a pig. It is true. <laughs> he's, uh, I think he's like an accountant. Mm. Yeah. It's the, the gig they give him. Yeah, but he's definitely like, he's like got a fistful of cornflakes and he's like, Sydney, gotta throw some milk in my mouth. Let's go. <laughs> gotta go, kids. Got, gotta set up some tax havens in the Cayman Islands. It's before the breakfast bar was invented, okay, guys? Like, we, sure. we got to cut up some slack. Mm-hmm. All that's, right, that's, that's a wrap on Jim. Thank you so much for coming by. <laughs> exactly. When's the next episode? Seven more days of shooting? All right, I'll see you guys next week. Uh, cool, got a week off. Um, yeah, so then uh, we go to school, and, like, the thing, and everyone's like, oh, is this a, we're excited for the slumber party. It's not really a slumber party, is it? Like, it's pretty obviously a slumber party, and you shouldn't bring your bitter, weird, older friend to it, is my guess. Don't bring yeah. other people to a slumber party. How about that? No. She didn't get an invite, this shitty Amanda. Yeah. Amanda uh, Andrea barely got invited. Like, why is she fucking... <laughs> that is a shock plus one. That was yeah. a shock to see her there. She tells she Brandon that she's going to uh, uh, Brenda's women's conference, is how she puts it. Like, just say slumber party. Who cares? It's not embarrassing. You're hanging out. Slumber parties are for seventh graders. And we're in 10th. All right. That was so three years ago. 
once they finally get together, and and Andrea Zuckerman's pajamas are so amazing. She looks like a ghost from the Titanic. (laughs) Dude, it's crazy what she's wearing, man. I think it was literally what the old lady from Titanic was wearing. Right, yeah. It's a net made of doilies thrown (laughs) over this woman. Well, that's because she was 91 when they were shooting this show. (laughs) Man, you know, town should have, you know, like dog catchers. They should have grandma catchers where they they net old people with doilies. I mean, that's, you know, we shouldn't be making fun of this. Her grandson gave her that for her 91st birthday, like Amir said. It's it's rude to make fun of a gift, is what I'm saying. That's true. It's actually shocking, though, with this, as much play as Andrea has in this episode, there has not been, there, they do not do the uh, traditional 90210 Andrea, Andrea <coughs> Zuckerman, which we've been privy to for the last, like, 12 episodes. Anytime she comes up, someone almost throws up and then says her name. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's funny because she's she's still like I would say maybe prettier than Tori Spelling and uh, Shannon Doherty, but everyone <laughs> acts like a Zuckerman that busted ass fucking <laughs> loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're, yeah, especially like yeah, I would be like Donna Donna Martin is coming to this party. Ew, that fucking <laughs> zero. <laughs> We do get an awesome Donnaism in the early parts. Here is you know everyone's talking about the slumber party. Uh, Jenny Garth as Kelly tells everybody that her friend is going to come, Amanda Pacer, who's an older senior. Uh, but it's not, uh, and as they're walking by, Steve uh, Steve Sanders is making fun of the slumber party. He's like, "Yeah, you guys got your nighties already," and blah blah blah. And I think Brenda says something. You didn't get an invite. You're you're a zero. And then Donna says, "Wait, hold on. Where is it? Left you." in the dust (laughs) (laughs) well she's like i hear you're only into cheap thrills recently or something which means that he's been fucking a lot of girls which is fine i would think but also two weeks ago two weeks ago in the drunk driving episode one of those cheap thrills was her friend kelly (laughs) steve and kelly hooked up at that party who is standing right next to her (laughs) yeah well donna is not too bright are they supposed to be in 10th or 11th it's weird. This season, they said last last episode they're juniors, but then uh, they go on summer vacation and they become juniors again. So yeah. uh, to keep the <laughs> show like, kind we of can't going. do. Yeah, we got to do more than two years of high school. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we didn't think far ahead. Steve, where does the summer stuff fall? Like, is it at the end of the first season or the start of the second season? I think it's in between the first. It 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 start it starts the second season. It's the summer again. Uh huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, left you in the dust, and then Steve goes, "Your sister dissed me, man. You got dissed. That's a big <laughs> deal. You ever get dissed in high school or what, man? You ever let that happen to you?" I would never, because I went to a high school of eighty other people that looked and talked and acted exactly <laughs> like me. There were no bullies. There were no nerds. It was all just me cloned seventy nine times. What a weird like four year purgatory that must have been <laughs> for me. Yeah. It was uh, it was very sheltered. We were in a bubble, and then I went to a public college, and I was like, ah, oh, illuminated. <laughs> Let me meet an Asian person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was me uh, doing Catholic high school, an all boys Catholic high school. Uh, so oh, that's, that's even next level. That's that is next level. Uh, <laughs> it was in New York, so it's a little more whatever diverse, but at the same time, like I was like, oh wow, people are talking about abortions in college. I hope no one gets kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we kind of move along, and uh, what do you call it there? Um, 
Steve and Brandon are going to hang out and they're going to have this slumber party. We kind of do the slumber party right off the bat and everyone's getting to Brenda's house and Brenda's kind of weird about it. She's like, well, you have to change into your pajamas right now. And everyone's like, I don't know, it's like six o'clock. Can I be in jeans for a while? Yeah, but she's even like, it's not a slumber party, but you got to be dressed to go to sleep. (laughs) Just call it a sleepover. What is wrong with you? Yeah. I don't know, but how about I change into my pajamas at least after the pizza gets here? Yeah, that's fine. No, you want to eat in your pajamas? <laughs> Steve, to point out really quickly, though, before we get to the slumber party full on, we have to mention that there is an element of danger here. There are two prowlers on the loose oh, in Beverly Hills. Yes. <laughs> David Silver and poor Scott have to hear, they overhear like that the slumber party's happening, and David's like, Oh, fuck, Scott. There's a slumber party. You know what that means. It's camera time. It's time for criminal activity, trespassing, (laughs) and then a slew of other. This is like a sex crime this guy perpetrates. (laughs) Not even trying to hide it either. Just like white, bright flash. (laughs) They see me. I'm standing in the window being like, what? What's the problem? I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know anything. It's very Saved by the Bell. He could have walked away. He could have ran away. They take his camera, yeah. and he's like, that was my mom's no camera. Sh- also, what was that for? So he took a fucking picture of the four girls. Like, they hang out at school, too. They're not, like, making out. You're not recording a porn or some shit. They're just he's sitting just around like, uh, eating uh, food. Yearbook. Yearbook. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at Andrea's old lady nightgown. I got I got to get pictures of this. Wait, no, that's... That's not her. That's just there's a ghost in the fucking photo somehow. I can see a little bit more of Kelly's forearm. Oh, oh my God. They're eating Doritos. Uh, I'm calling the cops on you, David. I think what you're doing is not just it goes beyond being wacky hijinks. Well, yeah, cops should have turned him in. Well, that's the thing is that they're like, oh, you boys do this thing. But like on Monday, they're like, no, we got to talk to an adult about this. This guy's like fucking stalking me at my house. It's not Wait till Jim Walsh hears about this. (laughs) He's furious. (laughs) Comes out with a shotgun and kills Scott. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Beat beat the show to the punch, it seems. Um, (laughs) The, uh, yeah, so like whatever, they... It's like you have to put on your pajamas right now. I swear to God, but it's not a slumber party. Everybody kind of gets dressed. Andrea shows up. We see uh, Steve and Brandon. Brandon's again hosting Saturday Night Live in 1994. He's got this tie <laughs> jeans combo thing, which is looking yeah. great. Uh, He's a we- super cool looking substitute teacher, man, at all times. And it's like, okay, we're going to go to this cool club called The Floodlights, by the way. I like this yeah. place. Yeah. Classy. Is that a real club out there in L.A.? Amir, you, you ever, you ever no. hang out the floodlight? No. That was, a, that was a Jewish deli, actually. They dressed it up. <laughs> you ever go to the Peach Pit? <laughs> Only after dark. <laughs> they did that pop-up in L.A. when the uh, to promote that like self, uh, self-aware self like reboot thing that they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. BH90210. They did open like, yeah. a pe- like a fake Peach Pit. Did they have like a wax statue of Nat? <laughs> That was a mummified corpse of Nat, Joe E. Tata. Is oh, Joe E. Tata alive? With us? I think I, he's yeah, still with us. Yeah, I think yeah. He is. yeah. we would have seen mummified. that trending on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, there should have been a, a pop-up for floodlights as well and just do radio <laughs> ads saying, like, you're bound to get wet at floodlights. <laughs> oh, God. And you and go just there pack them in. Gr- pack them in. Yeah, you go there and you're, some girl steals your car. <laughs> it's oh, great. I love this. They try to go in and Steve's like, don't worry. I don't... Uh, 
and it's not even like, hey, I have a fake ID so I can get in. It's like, no, I'm just going to slip the dude 20 bucks and that's going to do it. And very clearly that doesn't work. And Steve gets very white angry here at the at the at the bouncer. He's just like, come on. Mm, yeah. How much, well, is it gonna how much is it going to take? Steve Sanders, as we have already established on the show, indeed has a problem with black people mm -hmm. that goes without saying after that nefarious basketball episode we had to talk about oof wait yeah. was this was this after that episode where brandon went to the other side the bad part of beverly hills and started taking photos of people or that's that a little later? that's later on in that episode also anytime we deal with race on this show it's a little <laughs> bit not great it's through the lens of brandon walsh <laughs> <laughs> yeah Br brandon and steve in that previous episode were trying out for the basketball team but they imagined that any person of color is there from some like fake meme means yeah. or something yeah like what basically like a, a scholarship student yada yada like yeah. that kind of thing right that that can just fail the classes and just skirt by on basketball it was very very dicey and we learned nothing and steve remains a, an avowed racist at the end of it uh, but they don't get in and they there's these girls that kind of approach them and like hey man you got a cool car you want to go hang out and my thing is like that's cool but it's like oh you have to go to your buddy brandon be like oh so these are prostitutes right so what's going to happen is yeah <laughs> so this is so how much you got on you right now we're going to go like that's that's there's no way this is a a, a regular pickup we have to go to one of the three atms that are open in 1992 <laughs> i have a theory about those two actors is that they got down to the wire for brenda and kelly because they were insanely attractive Yes. But not as uh, good of an actor as uh, <laughs> Shannon Doherty and Jeannie Garth. So, like, all right, let's go for Shannon and Jeannie. But we'll <laughs> cast them later on as, like, two incredibly attractive women for when they don't need to act that much. But we just needed two very, very hot women. Also, like, there's such a specific, like, we either need a brown-haired woman or a brunette woman. And that, like, is informs every casting decision for the rest of the entire show. <laughs> The brown hairs stick together, the blondes stick together, and then that's that. That's there's diversity. Two, there's two buckets in Aaron Spelling's office of brown brunettes and blondes, and that's it just kind of we need we they need... should never mix. Yeah. <laughs> every every week he's trying to throw cards into each one and see which one he gets more of. Uh, was, that, was someone in here messing with my girl buckets? <laughs> girl buckets. Oh, that's your uh, that's Amir's other podcast, Girl Buckets on Head right. um, Yeah. It's about the WNBA. <laughs> um they wind up uh so th these girls are like hey we we don't uh it's like they, they they get they get going and driving it's like well let's go back to your apartment ladies our apartment is being fumigated or, or earthquake proofed that's like okay no we can just go to this abandoned elementary school that i know that's cool <laughs> what are we doing like you are setting yourself up for a scooby-doo mystery right now going to the old abandoned primary school <laughs> I mean, they were very attractive, and they wanted to make out. Where else are you supposed to go? Good point. <laughs> this is true. Well, they tried all making out, like in the, like on the road, the four of them in Steve's Corvette, which is clearly yeah. a two seater, and everyone's uncomfortable. Brandon, Brandon is looking at this woman like, like they've been corresponding, like from sea and land for two <laughs> years. Like he's stroking her hair slowly <laughs> and like looking deep into her eyes. It's. Otherwise, Steve is just like honking this girl on the fucking on her thigh. I do love it. I love, uh, yeah, they're like, to Andrew's point, they're, it's a fucking two seater, man. And like four people at a two seater, it's going to turn into an orgy really quickly. The second anyone's shirt comes off, it's all it's all over with. 
I could not believe actually that Brandon of all people was cool with this. Like Steve Sanders, whatever, that guy's a fucking degenerate. But Brandon Walsh <laughs> just sitting in a car making out while someone is inches away also making out. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. No uh, way. That. Brandon can hang out with anybody. He can hang out with Steve and then he can also, you know, be like a, a Cub Scout. And that's that's the cool part about Brandon. He could do it all. Exactly. He's <laughs> an everyman. True. Uh, but apparently could even I mean, the, where this would have gone behind that elementary school is you and your friend having sex right next to each other in an abandoned parking lot. <laughs> totally. It's like the scenario. sex scene from Fargo, but just outside. Yeah. And you, there could be a killer in the school, you know, Freddy Krueger esque <laughs> figure. We don't know. You have to do the the best case scenario here is somebody takes the inside of the car and then someone takes the trunk. Like that's the only way that that works. Like a Wait, closed just on trunk. top of uh, oh, on top of trunk. Oh, okay. a closed top. trunk. Yeah. I thought yeah. you meant inside. No, that's too small. Like, yeah, it'd right. be tight. Yeah. You're right. I bet that's someone the could problem. make it work. Brandon could fit in that trunk with another person. <laughs> Uh, back at the slumber party, Amanda Pacer. Sh- we're all like, everyone starts to quote unquote pig out. There's like two big fucking prime bags of Doritos, which I love. There is uh, a really uncomfortable like because this this leads right into Amanda's entrance. She comes up in the middle of the most uncomfortably awkward dance montage. Oh, that's because right. like like they bring poor Cindy Walsh in because she comes. And she's like, I got some snacks, and they're like, Come fucking dance with us, and they're it's going dance. wild, and it's all that fake music because we're not licensing shit for these Hulu yeah. runs. I I feel like they it used to be a like a Rolling Stones song or something like more popular don't don't you guys remember like that being a, a recognizable song like i it, forget what song it is specifically but it wasn't it makes sense because they're doing like roll music they're doing like my, microphone dancing so yeah. you think it'd be a big banger like that like a rolling stone song yeah i could actually pull let me up. look up what it is because i think it yeah, was look a up famous what it is, song they're all dancing in a circle like it's like midsummer or something <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cindy, join us. Join us. Dude, oh, it would be awesome if they turned uh, Amanda into some human butterfly sculpture. <laughs> I got it, by the way. It yeah. is money, money, money. Mo- yeah, money, money. Wow, is, that's right. Oh. That would make sense because you dance and they go money, money, hey, yeah, money, oh. money, like you're at a bad wedding kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't want to pay Tommy James and the Shondles. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to pay anybody anything. Is what the, that's that's my understanding of this. Because every every time, and it's always like generic pop punk something or other that's totally anachronistic and just drives me fucking nuts. Uh, so yeah, man, this is the worst time Amanda can show up, but she does, and she's like, "Ew, gross! You're dancing with an old lady," which I get. Um, and she kind of pulls <laughs> Kelly aside and is like, "Let's go. I know of a cool frat party we can get into." Yada yada. Yeah. And it's like, and Kelly's not into it because she's like, I, I made this plan. And then at this point, Kelly, it's incumbent upon you like, all right, sorry, this isn't your scene. I can see what mood, mood you're in. You want to go to the party. Go call somebody else. And we'll talk. To, I'll talk to you tomorrow. But for yep. some reason, it's this thing where it's like, just stay for a little bit and see if you like it. Stay for a little bit. Like, No, yeah, it's and, a close she- quarters sleepover with complete strangers. You're not going to like it. And she's like, I'll stay for a couple hours. I'm like, Jesus, that's a really like long fucking commitment to see things through. A couple hours. Well, when a wolf sees a couple of lambs, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anybody uh, uh, recognize this actress? I mean, she didn't do anything. Uh, but another notable appearance, she's one of like uh, Hillary Swank's uh, friends in the Buffy movie. 
Yes. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's a oh, 90s yeah. actress, you know. Well, Steve, I was saying she didn't do much because her IMDb photo is just her in this episode of 90210. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually was, a, good, a good sign. I was watching with my girlfriend who has never seen 90210. Uh, great episode to start her. And she's like, this seems like a pilot for a show about Amanda. I'm like, yeah, I don't think she's ever in another episode for the rest of the show. So it's like, let's get along with this new friend, Amanda. The core five has been established. Next episode, Amanda's gone forever. Yep. Yep. That's, we had this episode last week where it's like all about this woman, this girl who's got a baby and all this. Every time we bring this person in, it's like, let's let's focus all on that. Have no character development on these characters that we're going to be with for the rest of the show. Um, so, yeah, like we're kind of hanging out. Uh, we cut back to Steve and Brandon. Uh, this They're making out hot and heavy. And this girl's like, I really want to drive your car. And the move has to be cool, baby. Let's drive it together. You know yep. what I mean? Like, that's kind of how you do that, I think. I'm going to ride shotgun, and then you can, you know, because she does try to drive it, uh, you know, she does like a gear shift while they're going down the street driving. She's like, ooh, I've always loved a stick shift. Can I change the gears? And it's like, I don't know. There's a little too much choreography in driving shift to let someone else handle the fucking shift change, man. No thanks. Yeah, do you guys know how to drive stick? I do. Yeah, I can drive stick. No. Yeah. Two yes, two yeah, no. Yeah, no. Do you drive stick? No, not at all. No, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't drive, no. period. I've never, I don't even have a learner's permit. <laughs> I had to learn one time because I bought a, like a really, really shitty car off of like a family friend, just kind of like a little clunker, and it was stick, so I had to learn how to drive it. And my little brother taught me. So that was, wow. <laughs> that was something. It is a cool thing That'd to be- know. Yeah, that'd be a good episode of Albany. What's the zip code up there? Zero 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 four five. One two one eight nine. Yeah, that's one of them. That's up yeah, there. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. of them. We, we can use but, that one. I, I mean, this girl that then steals the car. She's she's like hustling them because she fakes not knowing how to do stick yeah, yeah. right, and then she can do it no problem. Yeah, great yeah. peel out. There is something, uh, an interesting part of this grift because they're making out and the girl who's making out Brandon seems to be into it. And she's like, I want to drive your car. And the girl's like, now? Which means like, I want to get to like second base first. Oh. I think is how that grift goes. That's how, yeah. that's the way I run it anyway. Uh, oh, okay. Your version. Mm-hmm. But you're saying though, Steve, that she was, I mean, she was clearly still in on the grift, but she yes. didn't want like the main move of the grift to happen just yet. Precisely. She yeah, was like, totally. hang back. There's a lot of night left. Well, yeah, she does that while the other one has clearly hypnotized Brandon. <laughs> See, it's it's like, a, what is it? Four grift instead of foreplay. Yes. Nice. Four grift. There you go. <laughs> if I'm Brandon, I think that this girl's actually into me and like the the con is going on with Steve and his girl. It's like, great, Steve, you cock-locked me. Like, she was definitely into me. I she think just, they just had made some weird pact before they even met me or something. Yeah, she just came along for fun. She's not in on it. <laughs> she's into, yeah, Steve scared him off. She's going to medical school, dude. She wouldn't just steal your car, okay? <laughs> You'll get really personal with her all of a sudden. Like, her dad is sick. If she stole the car, she's got a good reason. Steve, her sister just died. Relax. She told me telepathically while I was staring into her eyes. She told me her entire life story using The Shining. (laughs) They peel the fuck out. Oh, it's funny. Oh, it's funny. Uh, uh, back at the slumber party, we're just doing more stuff. We're looking for, sh- and like we've we've done we've done eating, we've done dancing, and Donna's like, "Hey, let's let's watch a movie." And Brenda's like, "Absolutely not." And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, 
Let's, you know what? You say let's rent a movie. Let's like, rent they a expect movie. Expect to like go to Blockbuster. Like you can't do that. They were talking like they could just download it or something. Yeah, How do you like rent they a wanna, movie. Twelve. They want to rent Pretty Woman. I think was <laughs> yeah. the uh, the title. There's some discussion about her. Tori Spelling wants to be like Julia Roberts. She has some fucking insanely stupid line where she's like, Oh yeah, uh, I think I wrote it down. I, yeah, what is it? You got the whole thing. Oh no, I wrote a joke. Oh, no, I, have I, I always dream about running away and becoming a hooker so that I could meet Richard Gere. Running away yeah. and becoming a hooker on Hollywood, on, Boulevard. Yeah, Hollywood That's Boulevard. It, Hollywood Boulevard. You're just going down the road, you idiot. What are you talking about? <laughs> My note said, you know who could run away and become a hooker on Hollywood Boulevard? Donna. There's <laughs> our Aaron Spellingism kind of my little my little doll Tori could grow up to be a hooker on Sunset Boulevard. I mean, <laughs> just, you, you know you know you know who could eat popcorn and ice cream, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and like kind of that's kind of what's going on. Like I agree with Amir though. Like I think the move is we've either rented a movie or we have not rented a movie at this point yep. of the evening. Yeah. Like that's how the nineties were, man. You if you're in pajamas, first. you've you like eaten dinner already. I mean, you're in for the night. You also, can't go back out and get a also, video. Also you're in conflict. Brenda had a, a Russian roulette set up for the next activity <laughs> for the night. So you can't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I would love that. Absolutely. No movies at all. Uh, but we can, and Andrea Zuckerman brought a Ouija board on the bus. I assume is how this works. Dude. I think that's where she got, she got her pajamas from her ghost friend <laughs> who rides the bus with her. <laughs> ghost just starts following her on the bus. Ghosts on a bus, dude. It's like that movie heart and soul with Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys like the shot through the Ouija board. That was a cool, that, that was, was pretty uh, great. That was pretty great. Yeah, I love, like, I, I want more of Andrea's interest in the occult, to be totally honest. <laughs> yeah, That's absolutely. a backdoor pilot I'd be totally excited for. Did, am just I like, misremembering? Wasn't she, like, a Jew? Like, wasn't that part yeah. of her thing at some point? Did they yeah, add she, that later, or was she always, like, supposed to be the Jewish one? I think she's always supposed to be, her and David are the Jewish characters, always. And it's always kind of, like, subtle. I think she becomes, there's more Jewish stuff with her later in terms of, like, yeah, her grandmother her shows grandmother. up. grandmother. Yes, exactly. And, like, she's got a lot of stuff with that. But, yeah, like, I don't right. know if you just. After the rabbi completes the exorcism and gets the demons <laughs> out of her. Are you, did you fuck around with Ouija boards growing up, Amir? I don't, I, as a Catholic, we did not. No. I yeah. was never into that. No. It, it does seem like a, a lady sleepover thing. Like guys were like renting a GameCube and playing Bond, and then <laughs> yep. ladies would Ouija board it up. <laughs> yeah, my mom did not fuck around with that shit in our Catholic house either. No way you could have that enter the front door. And I'm always like, I don't believe in demons, but I'm afraid of Ouija boards. Uh, kind of <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Uh, and like, it's kind of really awkward because Andre is like, Hey, let's summon my grandmother. And I'm like, I don't know. Let's like leave your dead grandmother well, out of this kind again, of a thing. Come on. It, Abe Lincoln's right there. <laughs> it's kind of a great moment, though, again, just like showcasing, you know, because Andrea is like secretly from the wrong side of the track still, you know. Mm. Uh, and it's this great thing where Donna or uh, I think it's Brenda. Yeah, Brenda is like, well, gee, I don't know anyone that's died. And all of the rich girls are like, yeah, I pff, dead people. What's that? And Andrea has to be like. <laughs> Hey, let's use my grandmother. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. How about John Belushi? How about that? Let's just let's go. Yeah. Let's go general. <laughs> Someone we all sort of know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how much cocaine was it, John? <laughs> uh yes, and then the ghost makes its presence saying, I'm here. Everyone gets freaked out. I think this is when David Silver also makes his appearance yep. known. Oh, it's yeah. when it turns into the a haunted flash. house for like two seconds. Yeah. 
Yes, some ectoplasm hits their window, but it's not ectoplasm. <laughs> Scott, you did it again. Oh, <laughs> idiot. Um, and I like the idea of prematurely ejaculating at the window. <laughs> There's no way that photo came out. No, like, no. Like that way. photo came out poorly, right? The flash in the window. Like you're mm-hmm. not going to oh, yeah. see anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they steal his camera. He's like, oh, it's my mom's camera. That's, and again, like, it's not. No lessons learned on David Silver's part. It's like, I'll fucking tape you next time. Yeah. Kind of a thing. <laughs> well, this wasn't the first time he's taken a picture of Kelly Taylor, so it's probably not the last, honestly. Well, for sure. He hasn't watched Animal House yet, so he has to get his real primer ready. Yeah. Next, he'll bring a ladder <laughs> next time. Uh, and we come back to Brandon and, and Steve, and this is when he's like, they're not coming back, Steve. And we get... um which is a tradition in this show. Steve Sanders crying is, he's got the <sighs> ugliest cry face you've ever seen. It gets red. It gets inside of itself. Dude, his cry, <laughs> like Ian Ziering's crying face is Ian Ziering's constipation face also. <laughs> exact yeah. same face. It's great. Steve Sanders looks like he's trying to take a shit in this parking lot while he's crying. I'm, I'm not crying. I'm trying to take a shit, Brandon. <laughs> Right in my pants. <laughs> it was so fast, too. Like, they were just, like, hooking up, like, 19 seconds ago, and now he's completely crying. Just the waterworks start up. I thought it was going to be a thing where, like, because he's concerned that his dad's going to make fun of him was the idea, but I thought for a second maybe we'd get, like, a glimpse into Steve Sanders, the person, and it was like, this was my grandfather's last gift. He just died. Like, anything like that. And he's like, nope, my dad's going to no. make fun of me about this. You got to take your kid. If you've got a little rich kid with a, a huge Corvette, you've got to teach him con artist moves. You know what I mean? Like, con Absolutely. artist training. Just be on the lookout for the grift at all times, yeah. man. It's coming. Uh, they get uh, Brandon convinces Steve to go to the police station. They do. Uh, cutting back, uh, what's-her-name is about to leave. Amanda is ready to leave. And uh, she keeps wanting to go to this big frat party, and she's worried that the guys are going to get too drunk and disorderly by the time she gets there. Not a great. I mean, yeah. look, I, mm. I do agree you don't want to be the one showing up, but I've done that a couple of times. Like in college, you show up and everyone's wasted. You're like, oh, this is just boring now. Like, I, I, <laughs> I want to be one of you. You know what I mean? And it's going yeah, to take me at up. least 45 minutes to get there. <laughs> <laughs> And so she, uh, but she's like, all right, you know, you want me to stay? Let's play a little game called Skeletons in the Closet. So the game is, (laughs) yep, that's that's also a a totally valid uh, option. But she's like, the game is, and it's not a game. It's everyone, someone sits in the middle and everyone asks them really personal questions and they have to answer honestly. What a fun game. (laughs) It's truth or dare without the fun part. (laughs) Yeah, just truth. Just the gritty, heartbreaking part. All right, Kelly, you go first. When was the first time you were sexually assaulted? It's like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) What a terrible person you are, Amanda. Yep, exactly, dude. She knows exactly what she's doing. Well, because Kelly does You just wanted Andrea to hear it? (laughs) Exactly. She's the only one out of the loop at that point. But yeah, there's. You fucking uh... joker. She's the joker. Uh, but she's like oh you know me and steve had sex and entertainment tonight was downstairs at the same time which is an amazing story yes yeah and then steve was interviewed afterwards because his mom was interviewed they wanted like could you imagine like being a cameraman and like oh and uh, we'll interview the son and you go in and you know exactly what just happened in there you can still smell it Oh, just a yeah. second. Oh, no. Sex in the room. Oh God, I gotta pan up. This kid's got cum on his pants. <laughs> Jim, 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 do you see? It's hard. He's hard as a rock. He's hard <laughs> as a rock. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly makes a mention of like, oh, and if you watch the tape, you can see Steve has like this goofy grin on his face the whole time. And I was like, they definitely taped that Entertainment Tonight episode and have rewatched it since that happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Repeatedly. Uh, but, and that's like her story. And and Amanda's like, no, it's not. And it's like, oh, come on. And then she tells this harrowing story. Good acting on Jenny Garth here of, yeah. of her yeah. being sexually assaulted by an older football player. It's very uncomfortable. And, like, that's the end of the game, I feel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, okay, we all learned a lesson. And then, like, yep, Andrea's yeah. like, I'm next. It's like, why would you? <laughs> why do you <laughs> say your name like that? It's like, sorry, are we just fucking ignoring what was just confided in us? And now we're moving on to how Andrea spells her fucking name. Listen exactly. up, everybody. Either like, you up. are talking further about this or... It is time for Andrea and the rest of the friends to leave. Andrea, we'll check in with the bus depot. Uh, is there anything still coming through tonight that can get you home? Otherwise, Brenda will give you a ride. It's No, let's say, let's talk about, uh, what's your favorite color? Yeah. Uh, All right, and, round two. Wait, and, yeah. and, am I misremembering this too? I don't know why I have these. Like, the Moni Moni I remember for I guess 30 years now has been in my mind for on no your reason. Part, by the way. <laughs> I remember the line, I didn't say yes, but I didn't say no. Does that uh, ring a bell to you guys? Because I didn't hear it here. And I'm wondering if I'm remembering a different show or a she, different episode, or I just made that up. Yeah, no, she she has a line where she's like, I, I, he wanted to do it and I wanted it, but I didn't want it like this. I didn't want to be in the woods on my back. Yeah, yeah. not on um, the floor. But I yeah. remember specifically, I, think, I didn't say yes, but I didn't say no. Does that oh, I think that line, line ring a bell? Might, I think that might be from the episode where um, uh, Brenda works at the crisis hotline. Yes. Oh, and then it's another oh, yeah. girl who was also assaulted by a football player. Wow, really? So I like yeah. put those two things. Interesting. So it yeah. is a line from Nana to an open, not from Kelly at that moment. It was literally a line from like three episodes back <laughs> yeah. where there was a huge police sting in the school parking lot and these rapists got arrested. It was a Jesus. wild ride. Um, wow. Okay. But but now it's like, hey, Andre, who do you have a crush on? And it's like, <sighs> I don't know, like, fuck off. Um, and like, again, like, and she does the right thing, which also is. My- she says, by the way, no, she says, like, Hans Fleischmann, <laughs> he's, a, he's a lifeguard I made up just right now. <laughs> it's such a bad story. Uh, he's eight Hans feet Fleischmann. Tall. Yeah, he's an SS officer from 1943, <laughs> six foot five, blonde hair, blue eyes, and it just fucking, you know, turns me on in some weird fucked up way. I see and him it, in the tower. It just turns me on. And um, it's way yeah. too, it's, here's the, it's the classic mistake when you're trying to tell a lie like this. There's way too many details thrown in because she's like, she could have just said like, you know, so and so. Don't even have to give a name, <laughs> yeah. you know, add a life, you know. <laughs> Dylan. Next. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Dylan. Sorry, Dylan. Brenda. It was definitely Dylan. But she's like, "Oh, it was at this beach, and he helped me after I got stung by a jellyfish." Way too many details, dude. Yeah. Also, uh, where is Dylan? Like, my girlfriend felt kind of hosed. I'm like, yeah. "There's no Luke Perry in this episode." I'm so did I. Me. I feel fucking hosed every time they do this with Dylan. Where's Dylan? Is he not in every up? No, he's not. He's been he's been in like half of the ones we've done, and we've done what is this episode thirteen? Episode thirteen, now? yeah. So it's a, it's a bad. I wonder Dylan if it was rating. like a yeah, it's like a contract thing where it's like we can only afford you for ten, so we'll figure it out. Don't <laughs> mm-hmm. worry, you're he's still not in the even, opening uh, credits, Luke. He's not even introduced until like the third or fourth episode or something like that. Oh, too. really? Yeah. 
You also want to keep, you know, maybe it's a thing where you want to keep it, keep your powder dry a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, a, <laughs> that's the heat. You want to like bring them in on, in certain episodes, pick your spots. Oh, right. Also, also, this is a good episode to not be in. <laughs> yeah. Of all the episodes I wish Dylan were in, this is what I'm like. Yeah, it's good that you weren't in this here. This Luke is Perry's yeah, like we're... watching at home and he's like, ah, oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> fine. I missed that one. <laughs> and also, like, Amanda is like, no, it's that brand. Uh, I, I think somebody says it's Brandon. Is uh, Kelly says it's Brandon, isn't it? And then, like, Amanda's like, oh, that's that boy you're always making eyes. It's like, how do you know who Andrea Zuckerman even is? There's like a Great thousand question. people at that school. Yeah, it's all crap. <laughs> uh, yeah. But- my girlfriend's like, by the way, you would know Brandon Walsh. He's like incredibly attractive. It's not like, oh, that guy. It's like, no, this guy's a fucking male model. You know who he's talking about. All right. And remember when she's like, I want to be unique. And Brenda's like, good answer. So I wanted her to say that after she's like, fine, it's Brandon. Brenda's smiling at her. Good answer. My genetic equal. Uh, and that's kind of uh, Andrea. She gets really upset. I think she wants to leave, but then she doesn't. And then, like, they go to Donna, and it's just like, come on, Donna, give us something. And she's like, I don't know. I dyed my hair last year. <laughs> <laughs> like, their whole thing, her thing right here is like that Simpsons joke where Homer's like, and my brain's running a mile a minute. And it's just like the wind passes by. Like, there's nothing to this character. It's okay. insane. Okay, okay, okay. I eat jam out of the jar with my hands, okay? <laughs> okay? That's what I do. Okay, are you happy? That's sick. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of her. She does literally nothing. Meanwhile, Brandon and Steve go to the police station. The cop is just like, well, uh, that's car borrowing, not car stealing, kid. Talk to you later. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, Thanks, cops were fucking department. useless even back then. That's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. And all of a 30 sudden, years. All of a sudden, the cop believes in consent. He's just like, well, uh, you gave her consent to drive your car, so that's it. And it's like, can I see the car borrowing statute in the law, please? I would like to see that, please. Brings out a giant scroll. And they wind up, uh, uh, but they wa- the the girls get arrested for some other reason. Uh, and Stephen Brand, well, they were they were speeding, and what was the whole thing? There was a few things. Well, they, they were they, going they over a hundred car without a license yeah. as well. So they're bringing them back right. to the station. Hey, was that a charcoal cor- Corvette with the I ate a Ferrari license plate? You <laughs> fucking turd! <laughs> hey, turd kid! What kind of fucking loser would drive this? Oh wait, that's your. <laughs> Uh, so they're coming back. Meanwhile, Brenda, it's Brenda's turn in the barrel. And I, 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 this story is kind of whatever. She's like, I don't know. Like I kind of made out with my best friend's boyfriend back in Minneapolis. because I wanted to break them up, but it was this big thing. And then Kelly for no reason, like, just like, Hey, by the way, (sighs) um, uh, when you started dating Dylan, I tried to steal him away. We're still cool, right? It's like, well, no, we're. Hey, I'm still in that relationship, so we're definitely not okay with it. It's actually interesting yeah. though, because it's the first time they referenced that she's still with Dylan in an episode that Dylan's not in. Because we've had it before, where there's no Luke Perry, but it's after we've established their dating, and it just—it's like nothing ever. Like last weekend or last week when she's trying to uh, seduce the uh, skydiving instructor. Yeah, what was that yep. dude Tom or whatever? Don. Uh, Don. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, excuse me, you have Luke Perry sitting at home, Brenda. Interesting. I don't remember that episode either. But I, I wouldn't. Mean, I, 
I, again, I just don't. You can always lie and also not tell people that you're trying to steal their boyfriend while they're still dating them, even though even though you're in the skeletons in the closet <laughs> game. Also, I'm Brenda actually... flips out on her. What the fuck is your problem, <laughs> Kelly? Jesus, yeah. she really opened up to you like a minute ago. Relax, don't yell at her right now. An all-time flip out. She just stands up and starts screaming. This yeah, guess, this great. party goes down the tubes pretty quickly at this point. But yeah, to a point, like, gets yeah, her look, wish. We need we need some <laughs> we need some kid gloves on Kelly for the rest of the night. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we're all yep. gonna just kind of huddle around her. It's like, no, fuck you, Kelly. And then Amanda's like tending her fingers and she's about to leave and everyone's like no it's your turn which she she she's the smartest thing. i'm not gonna play this fucking game you do she calls them dupes which is yeah. an amazing <laughs> like yeah you don't have to actually participate and tell your deepest darkest secrets just because we started saying let's play skeletons in the closet but i mean she's the one that introduced the game which makes it even more nefarious but she's just a mischievous grifter dude it's just like the car thieves <laughs> she just wants yeah. to sow chaos she can like teleport like Loki and shit. Yes. Oh yeah, she's a gin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's Jim right, Walsh. Brenda. You want to have a sleepover, do you? Well, I, the magic wishmaster, will grant you that. But you have a special guest, my coworker, Amanda. <laughs> Lightning strikes. It's just a picture being taken by Scott. <laughs> Jim Walsh bought a lamp on a business trip yep. and never thought anything of it, and then they rubbed it and. Dude, that's the point. None of this shit would have happened uh, if they just sat around and watched Wishmaster like I did in the ninth grade. You know what I mean? That's what you do. <laughs> that's well, the move. Once, well, once Donna says, uh, maybe we should get Pretty Woman. Somebody go out and go to the Blockbuster and fuck it. walk there if you have to and get <laughs> yep. Pretty Woman. Yep, pick it up immediately. Um, yeah, so like everything's in chaos and Amanda's like, fuck it, I'm leaving you guys. And then I think everybody kind of... Uh, rallies again like look we're still women we're still in this together let amanda leave screw her and as she she leaves but leaves her bag right and they're like oh let's we she forgot her bag let's give it back to her and it drops and i mean these pills are spring-loaded like what <laughs> or they're just loose in her bag i guess those little loosies <laughs> Did she? Lo it looks like uh, the floor of William Hurt's car in the Big Chill. Just <laughs> pills everywhere. And there's a lot of pills, man. It's a, a comical amount, you may say. And uh, they're like, "Oh my god, these are diet pills." And then Kelly's like, "That that's why she was acting so mean." And it's like, not really. Like it makes what? you irritable if somebody yeah. you're on, you know, like if you have that pill, you know, you're not eating well, and like. Somebody says you might snap at them, but you're not like sowing discord wherever you go. Exactly, dude. She's like fucking uh, William Shatner in The Intruder. Oh, my Lord. Just going into that town and sowing a bunch of racist messages throughout it. Great movie. Yeah. She is an agent of chaos. And what, I think, was it, uh, does Brenda call her a total bitch at this point? Yes. Yeah, uh, you've been acting like a total bitch. That's just a great pretty great wow. cutting line and of then dialogue. she's like oh just because i won't blimp out i love blimp out as an expression <laughs> i'm gonna start using that i think quarantine i've been totally blimping oh, out dude i've been blimping out hard on this quarantine man uh amir you've been blimping uh i'm trying to limit my blimpage but it's hard you know oh, okay. you're bored you pop in a microwavable dinner it's 3 38 p.m you're like all right it was let's easier. do this now absolutely it was easier when there were blimpies 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, Limpies. Limpying uh, out a, is a different thing. <laughs> I've okay. also done that Blimp- plenty. Look, I'm just <laughs> eating at, at, a, at an affordable sandwich restaurant. What do we want? Is that what Blimpies yeah. is? Yeah. I thought if it was a, if it was with us today, I know it's passed away probably, right? Yeah. No, we talked uh, about this a few Blimpies. weeks ago. I think we determined that it wasn't completely uh, shuttered. Well, those are like mirages and ghost <laughs> locations, yes. but I would imagine they're COVID hotbeds. Blimpies. Yeah. Those and the, and the few remaining Ponderosa. <laughs> oh, definitely, oh, dude. You would get the vid from a Ponderosa like nobody's business. Well, I'm not wearing a mask at a Ponderosa. I'm not going to wear a mask at my Ponderosa. <laughs> exactly. I, don't, I don't even believe in the sneeze guard at the salad bar. <laughs> yeah, you know, the salad bar guard, it really infringes on your right. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's, yeah. that sneeze yeah. guard is taking away personal freedoms, definitely. Yeah. Are those people going to get vaccines or they don't believe in that either? Oh, they also <laughs> don't believe in vaccines. Yeah, that's the other yeah, part of it. If, if you think it's a hoax, you, you back the line for the vaccine, too. I want the vaccine <laughs> yeah. first. We'll do it by masks. They're going to put microchips in it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the vaccine track you. Yeah, that's yeah, right. na- nanobots yeah. are going to eat you from the inside oh. out for some oh, reason. If, <laughs> if somehow the, the government gives it away for free, they are for sure not taking it. 100% yeah. not happening. <laughs> We uh, government healthcare. Have you seen the DMV, pal? <laughs> you should get a score based on how social dis- how good you did at social distancing, and how good you did with masks. And that's the yeah. person that goes first. Like you know, you have to have earned it. <laughs> exactly. A lot of F pluses across the United States of America right now. Uh, so whatever. Um, we learn that she has diet pills, which forgives her of all of her sins, including uh, outing her best friend as being raped uh, in front of a group of strangers, which is totally cool. <laughs> diet pills, everybody. Diet pills. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we also didn't mention the BNJ. Oh, right. Which I- which is like, whoa, what is that? But it turns out before nose job, she she says that Kelly got a nose job, trying to further further and further shame her only friend at this party. Yep. Uh, Am I right, Andrea, elbowing her? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, who are you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm friends with her. Um, uh, so meanwhile, uh, uh, back at the police station, those girls show back up. And Steve is getting, they're like, do you want to press charges? And the girl gives uh, Steve, like, fluttery eyes. She's like, I can't pay the fine. Could you pay my fine? And Steve's like, Brandon's like, you're not going to do it, are you, Steve? And, like, he whispers to her, you better make it up to me. And uh. she's like, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and he gets fleeced here again one more time. He has I an asshole line to the cop, though, like, to, about the bail. He's like, it's like that classic Steve Sanders. Like, you take Visa, I'll pay your bail, babe. You take Visa, pig. <laughs> like, he was crying like four <laughs> minutes ago, and now he's like, oh, I can't not want to fuck this girl. <laughs> she looks like, exactly like my nothing. ex-girlfriend. I need to have sex with her. He went from rock bottom to like back to what he was like instantly. I love totally. that about Steve. He's a hey, caveman. Steve, you're actually, you're totally right, though, dude. I didn't even think about that. But the woman that he is, like, you know, really trying to get with of the two of them looks exactly like Jenny Garth. Oh, she looks almost exactly. Yeah. It, it's, she was on the, she was definitely on that list, as Amir pointed out. It, it, right. It's definitely there. Uh, so they wind up, he, she gives him, like, a gift certificate instead of her number to Trina's nail salon. He's like, oh, man, I thought I was going to barter sex with her. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well she's still right there she fucking gave you the note and then walked like three feet just like walk up to her again he yeah, yeah. Like she's like she teleported away as soon as he read the note dude he, he they walked right out of the frame that's it you're done you left the television land 
We just uh, hear uh, what's that Wilhelm scream? The, the drop, like <laughs> yeah, to an infinite. I cave. love that scream. <laughs> uh, back at the party, we we realize, you know, let's all just let's all just gather our feelings and pig out. And uh, there's this, this thing where it's like Donna's gonna get more cookies, and Amanda's like, why don't you bring the whole box? I've learned I've learned a little something here because you know what you can also just flick off like a fucking light switch is an eating disorder so that's cool easy peasy one and done Amanda excellent now you're one of the gang she Uh, weighs 200 pounds the next morning (laughs) no no blimped out there's a lot of weird you want the whole box you fucking whale what the hell they all shame her instantly you can have a yeah, cookie. It's like the next day, she's floating <laughs> over Dodger Stadium somehow. There is this thing when, like, she's when they t- confront her about the diet pills. She's like, "Well, guys don't like fat girls." And then, like, Kelly's like, "We well, don't have to be fat. You just have to be yourself." Like, don't certainly don't. No, no one's saying be fat. That would be no, 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 no. We couldn't possibly be fat. No, 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 no. But if you, uh, you know, just you know, just just be skinny like me and not take diet pills. I mean, it's easy, right? You just eat less. That's a different disorder, but at least you're not spending cash on prescription medicine. <laughs> yeah, don't don't cheat, you know? You're taking valor away from the true anorexia. <laughs> so uh, it's the end of the night. Everyone's asleep. Brandon shows up, and it's like this classic. Brandon and Brenda just kind of, they've both, they've both changed a little bit. And also, of course, anyone who goes into the Walsh house, like they, wholesomeness like tries to, uh, seep into them, and Amanda yeah. becomes false prey and becomes wholesome by the end of the episode. It, yeah, it, it's like a it's spell. Like the fog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's also one of the rudest things I've ever seen. Because Brandon gets home from this police encounter way late. They're all sleeping in the living room, and he's talking to her right yeah. there while everyone's. It's like if you absolutely have to discuss this right now with your sister, why don't you go in that huge foyer that your house has? No, come on, Brandon. Let's go did, cuddle upstairs. <laughs> did anybody? I want to hear uh, uh, or see by a show of hands who understood the joke at the end because I did not understand what they said or what. It oh meant yeah, at all. I got it. Right. So, so I think I might have. It was like good night, John Boy. Or good night, John Boy. It's a, it's a it's a Waltons. Waltons. Yep. The Waltons. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and did that come up ever? No, no. No, I think it was just a cultural touch. It's something for for your parents when your parents were watching this with you. Except they wouldn't because they were raised in Israel, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not playing the Waltons in Israel. Uh, Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong. The Waltons, how it ends, was it the shot of the house and all the lights going off room by room? Yeah, and everyone is saying goodnight to each other? This fucking house of horrors. What what is with these people? Yeah, it was awful, but that's that's what it was. It was the sign of a goodnight so-and-so, goodnight so-and-so. Or good night, John Boy. You know, that's I what never, they would do. I, I yeah. never watched the show, but it's one of those like Gen X horseshit things that was force fed to you in the 90s that I just am aware of. The and, Walton? Yeah, well, no, that joke specifically. No, specifically, Good Night, John, oh. John Boy was like, oh, okay. yeah, that was like gotcha. the, the I joke think of the, it. Uh, the silent generation were the watchers of, uh, <laughs> of the Waltons. I but, okay, so who said that? Who said that to Brandon and why did they say that? Like, that didn't <laughs> one really of the girls come up. No, on was it Amanda? Floor. Maybe it was Kelly. Is Amanda that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when she starts eating again. She's just like throwing out all these television references she shouldn't know. I, I just feel like they could have beaten that. Like yeah, for the one she, uh... ending joke, it's like, what about the Waltons reference? Like, why? And what's why? hilarious about that, dude, is like when she says that line, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Kelly that says it. It plays. That room goes yeah. nuts Everybody for that cracks line. Up. Yeah. So they were all yeah. awake the whole time. 
I think they ate a TV guide when they were blimping out. <laughs> I, I was at a, not a slumber party, but just a party at my friend's house. Everyone's sleeping on the floor. And How many days ago was this? <laughs> years ago in high school. And a male conference. It's your classic. Everyone's pretending to kind of mostly asleep, pretending to sleep. And my friend's sister came in with her friend and blah, blah, blah. And she said, she's just grab, going through her own refrigerator. And was like, I don't know. I don't care. But I just know I'm pregnant. And everyone was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, oh. John Boy. Exactly. <laughs> That's the way that this should have ended, is what I'm saying. Yeah. We never wow, spoke of great. it again. Yeah. That yeah. is great. Um, <laughs> anyways, that has been. Oh, actually, uh, as we go on here, as we end here, that's the end of the episode. Uh, Good night, John Boy. Killer joke from probably mm. Kelly or Amanda, who loves television now that she's off the diet pills. Right. Uh, is uh, that's how the the episode <laughs> ends? As we always end here on Melrose, you know, we kind of ask any any parting shots. Like, what did you gather in this episode? Endor? Are you? And I'll ask you, Amir. We'll start with Amir. Obviously, you're the guest. Are you going to kind of watch? Did you and your girlfriend kind of be like, oh, do you want to? put this into our rotation are you going to watch some more 90210 after this or not so much yeah it's funny we're watching another show that i grew up watching seinfeld and she has not seen and i feel like the Ooh. the time that these shows were on is almost a complete overlap it was like 89 to 97 were these yeah. two shows and like steve dresses like jerry dresses like everybody else <laughs> like tight pants flowy shirts one is about high schools one about adults living in new york uh yeah i could see myself it was very entertaining and it was fun to watch these episodes again let's rank it on a scale of one to nine oh two one oh what okay. would you give this episode uh eight thousand eight hundred and forty three <laughs> that was pretty what i was gonna say that's crazy what a what a, what a coincidence uh andrew anything oh, uh, oh sorry uh, 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 andrew fuck you <laughs> you go. fuck me well i won't say anything then steve if you're gonna say i should wow. go fuck myself Steve is being a total uh, Amanda. A to Amanda. Total Amanda right now. Yeah. Uh, oh no, yeah, I could be the Amanda of this group. <laughs> oh, that's true. You're I could much just nicer. Be standing with my arms folded. <laughs> Eric, know. why don't you tell them all about when you jerked off in ninth grade? And then <laughs> oh my god! Here. No, I'm that... serious. Let's all fucking hear it. <laughs> I dyed my hair Amir. once. <laughs> I can't believe you're talking about this. All right, well, it was. A I guess I have to tell day it. when I was. When I was jerking off in the ninth grade. Um, but yeah, I you know, I was fine with this episode. It falls flat on its face with what it's uh glossing over here, uh, mainly date rape and eating disorders, um, yep. and I guess car theft. Um but <laughs> it's funny extent. I mean, because like we've talked both this and you know, the other uh television show we're talking on this series is Melrose Place, and you know, both have had their tries for having you know message episodes and i feel like both have been sort of more successful recently than not in certain ways and i feel like this one's a complete failure in both of those regards and i wanted it honestly to be a little you know first we have the, the ouija board and all of that stuff then the crazy you know freddy krueger elementary school they could have reworked this and it could have been a halloween episode and a bunch of weird shits just happened sure. to the gang easily <laughs> like maybe the girls are doing the slumber party because they have to answer the door something like that Watching totally. horror movies, that'd be great. Anyway, as it. always, Steve, whenever there's an episode without fucking Dylan McKay, I'm like, let's just bring him back next week, please. <laughs> I hope he's here. That's he better me. be. Uh, Eric Ziska? Well, uh, it's not the best episode, but, you know, it was 
there were worse ways to kill some time. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to next week and keeping this going. And, of course, Melrose Place on Thursday. And I want to ask Amir, you ever fuck with the place, man? Yeah, we watched the place. It was like, you know, they, they, they did well by putting it on right after 90210. But it wasn't right away. It was like season two or three, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a little later. Uh, yeah. It was a good a good uh, dessert to 90210. <laughs> I didn't stick with it, I don't think. It was very, like, adult 90210. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It gets super sexier. And way yeah. crazier. Yeah, it was uh, more of like a traditional soap opera. Yeah. yeah. Chris Cabin, anything? Uh, I mean, I would have liked it better. I mean, I, I didn't like this episode. I, I would have liked it better if it was just like the girls talking about like normal things. Not like, you know, it didn't. It, every relationship didn't have to be like the one in Whiplash. You know, it didn't <laughs> like you. Had, you could just talk between each other. At a normal, it was just. It really frustrated me, and like. I guess the Steve and Brandon stuff's okay, but you know what? I'll be back next week. Of course I will. You have to be. Hate myself, so that's got to (laughs) happen. Contractually obligated. Yeah, I mean, this is not my favorite episode of the season for sure. Again, I like episodes when everybody's just having a good time a little bit, you know, and this is not that. And it's... it is weird that we spend so much time on Amanda and she doesn't matter at all. And it's just, we've all, it's just that that classic thing where we're learning so much about somebody that does not come back. Uh, So that's that. Um, That was. I thought she uh, comes back as Emily Valentine. Isn't that she comes back after her complete metamorphosis wearing a leather jacket. Amir, thank you. I've been like silently holding Amer- Emily Valentine. No one else on the show has watched uh, uh, Beverly's Leonard 2 and I'm just waiting for yeah. Emily Valentine to show oh. up. I thought we all watched it a lot growing up. This is new for most of you. Yeah, no. So yeah, the weird, the weird thing with here is that Steve was the nine hundred two and O guy, and I was the Melrose Place guy, and the other two didn't watch either. <laughs> Interesting. All right, good and, to know. Uh, and uh, yeah, just Emily Valentine showing up, burning things down. I'm just so excited. Ooh, Literally, imagine uh, Amanda, but different. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to do it for this week. Uh, thank, thank you to Amir Blumenfeld for showing up. Uh, we started a new podcast called The Headgum Podcast. So it's me and a, uh, some Headgum uh, coworkers shooting the shit once a week. It feels very like old school radio podcasting before we all tried to do something different. So check out The Headgum Podcast. Nice. That's what I want to hear. Uh, I've not listened to it, but now I will. And Buckets, whenever the NBA comes back eventually, sort of. I hope. You... Uh, we got to bring him back. Send him to Orlando. Don't <laughs> Not to the airport, obviously, because, you know, numbers are astronomical there. Or the city of Orlando is pretty dangerous right now. Send him yeah. to Iceland. Have there him play the playoffs an... outdoors. NBA Island, I'm way into. Just find a way to make that happen. How are they not sending him to New Zealand? Like, New Zealand, there's no cases there. You ship the players to New Zealand. They're going to have an awesome time there. They can play indoors. They can play out. They don't have to live in a bubble. It's much better than Disney World. (laughs) That's a great idea. One-on-one with some orcs and shit. It'll work out perfectly. Let's give New Zealand COVID. Yeah. (laughs) We we ruin their entire country and leave. (laughs) Uh, But uh, tomorrow on this show, we are dropping our Shrek 3 episode. (laughs) So look out for that. We've got a ton of great stuff on our Patreon. Uh, We've got a No Country for Old Men. We Love Movies episode. A a Singable Catsman Terry. We've got uh, more shit coming up. Just a ton of stuff going on here on the We Hate Movies feed. And Thursday, we're going to be back with you with uh, Melrose Place, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So until next time, I have been Stephen Sadak, Andrew Jupin, Eric Siska, Chris Cabin, and I'm Amanda Pacer, sewing Discord, being an agent <laughs> of chaos, trying to break this group up. Take it easy, remain indoors, and wear a fucking mask, please. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.